to that park life podcast everybody you know the drill i'm beth and today we have a very edgy episode for you boy a little precursor there (laughs) um and i know some of you are probably on the edge of your seat because we have a winner for last week's contest as you know we did are you smarter than a disney kremlin so greg tell us tell us all about that uh, we do have a winner. Oh, guys, Greg's here. Greg's I was going to say, sorry. up to that point, all people heard was, oh, boy, and that was it. Uh, by the way, I'm here, and I'm doing fine. Thanks for asking. Uh, we do have a winner for our trivia quest, uh, question. So last week, if you missed it, we did have our first Are You Smarter Than the Disney Kremlins uh, trivia contest, and we had the chance for you to be a winner, too. Uh, and that person who got the, by the way, the question was, what is the largest of the four Walt Disney World parks? The answer was, by the way, everyone who answered got it correct. Which means wow. I need to make a more difficult question next time. But I just want to point out that we're not that kind of po- podcast. Like, you're not all winners. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not going to sugarcoat it for you. We love you, but you're not all winners. There are all no winners. participation awards. <laughs> exactly. There's one winner, and everyone else is a damn loser. Our winner was Michelle. She is at a Disney story underscore. Uh, so feel free to reach out. Feel free to reach out. Uh, and and uh, collect your prize. So she won a That Park Life podcast prize pack. Lots of peas in there, but no actual peas in the prize. Uh, that is some swag, a small Disney gift card, a credit to energy. <laughs> I always listen. I'm so tired of getting the name of my own website wrong. But I know, every time I go to say NRGTs, you start saying it. I'm going to look, I'm going to, you know, when I wake NRG up, adventures, when I, well, no, the website is energy tees. Uh, every morning, okay. I think I'm going to get up and go into the bathroom and brush my teeth or whatever else it is I do in the bathroom. I'll look in the mirror and I will say to myself, energy tees every single day until I get it right. I'll, I'll keep you up. <laughs> I'll keep uh, you up with the progress there. So Michelle uh, was our winner for our trivia uh, contest. And if I didn't say it, the Michelle. answer was animal kingdom is the largest of the four parks. That makes sense. And uh, Michelle girl, thanks for playing. We yeah, appreciate really. you. Um, so what's on your mind today, Gregory? So last week Sorry. I gave uh, Gregory. What am I in trouble next I thing? Know. You're gonna use my middle name? Oh, do you even know throwing, me? Good. Throwing that in there. I think it's best. Hopefully, I never told you my middle name. This way, you can't use it. If you did, I don't remember it, but I'll find out. Don't worry. It's Bernice. It's not. Um, <laughs> so last week I gave. I'm gonna say like a relative for Greg. It was a relatively sappy. What was on my mind, or because Nicole and I went to Hollywood Studios. We had like a semi-romantic mm-hmm. thing. We talked about. Yada, yada, yada. Uh, changing up this week. So we happen to be having what you could call a romantic stroll around Magic Kingdom a few nights ago while the fireworks were going off. Uh, wait, I have to do a sidebar. So this has happened to us in the past, but this past week we were at Magic Kingdom and the fog was so thick and the, there was no wind. So the smoke for the fireworks wasn't clearing at all. Oh, so you can't yeah. see the fireworks. And we think it's it blows our mind that so many people still stay and watch. Now, I'm not talking about the people in front of the castle because yeah. there's still projections and stuff. But for the rest of the park, we're really just watching the fireworks, and which is what we were doing. We were, we were between the castle and like New Fantasyland, you know, that little area back there. Um, and you can't see, you can just see that the sky is being illuminated, but you Basically can't see fireworks. Basically, like. A- Civil War reenactment is that kind of kind of you just see like flashes in the sky, but there are no fireworks, and so like we still were. So we decided to just walk around and stuff. 
Um, and we were watching people still recording the fireworks. And the thing about recording fireworks is for who who's watching that? Because there are really, <laughs> really high quality YouTube videos that if you really right. want to see Happily Ever After, again, probably just go watch that. Not Disney your, has your their small own phone. people that have put that stuff on YouTube. Yeah. And even if it's not Disney official, there are yeah, 10 that have high, true. yeah, 4K and blah, who even knows what things are anymore. Um, but anyway, so these people were watching. And so who's watching the foggy version Civil of those War, fireworks? Civil, <laughs> Civil War version. As Civil War in the Sky, I believe, was the name of the if fireworks. only tonight. they would just play the Star-Spangled Banner. Maybe <laughs> we could have a, you know, a moment there. But um, to each their own. But while we were walking around, we uh, I, had a, I had a memory of something that happened to me previous in that kind of area. So Nicole and I, uh, I don't know, maybe it was in like July of 2017. I remember it being warm out. It's important that it's warm out. So uh, Nicole and I were walking around a new fantasy land in that area by the carousel, you know, going through the arches and headed over to eventually to like the Gaston's area and then eventually the little room, you know, the, like the newer area back there. Yeah. Um, and a guest uh, was driving by on his scooter and Tip he, assist. well, uh, he had an interesting choice of clothing on that day. You know, like runners shorts, they're not like basketball oh. shorts. They're like, you know, they're, I don't even know what material it is, but they're meant they're to like really short. wick they're away like sweat. Shorts. Yeah. And they, they're very, they go up. They're like, they stop at the upper thigh at the most. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They're showing he, your white thigh, which nobody wants to see. A lot of man leg, man <laughs> thigh was, was, was being seen. If you're um, on a rascal, you're not running anywhere. So why are you wearing those? Is exactly. That, now, it was a, I wouldn't say it was particularly windy, but perhaps the wind was blowing in the oh, in no. the direction <laughs> that allowed his shorts to turn into like a wind sail oh, and no. and uh, allow all of the ingredients to to come out. So I don't want to be too descriptive, but I'll tell you that um, I was able to see a chandelier without having to go to be our guest. <laughs> so. <laughs> So don't ask me what made me pop into my... So now every now and then when Nicole and I walk back there, she'd be like, oh, remember yikes. that time? And I'm like, no, no, I don't remember no, that time. I can't unsee it. I don't it. remember I that time. I don't need to see. Uh, I mean, let's take it one step further. If I had to call it a ride, it would be It's a Small World. Okay. So uh, okay. what's on your mind? <laughs> so then you ran to Gaston's fountain and washed your eyes out. Is that I what just, I still Question, haven't. Did yeah. Nicole see this too or just you? Uh it, he drove by, so no, it, it's just my memory. So she what knows wearing, that. What was he wearing up top? Can we talk about that? I don't know. I don't want to have fixated on that, on okay, Gus well, Gus, now, let's call I it. I can't get this out of my brain, and so now I feel like I need to wash my eyes out. <laughs> but I have oh. this picture. No, I don't really have a picture. Stop. <laughs> and he just zooms on by like nothing happened. Like nothing happened. Sir, you know what? Sir. And you know what? Mama said sometimes you got to air it out. And I guess who am I? I'm not a doctor. Uh, who am I to tell him to? Don't do that at Disney, guys. Please, please don't do that please at Disney. Please don't do it at Disney. Although, if... I will tell you, I saw my good fair share of boobs because, you know, the whole breastfeeding thing. Like some people just don't care. And I'm like, well, there's a boob. All they right. just whip it just out. In the so... middle of the park. So, I mean, is it really that much different? I don't know. We could have that debate all day long, I'm sure. Well, one of the two things is natural, right? Like a mother nurses, and that's how, you know. Well, obviously... the wind just naturally blew this guy's shorts but up. he wasn't but... wearing underpants. <laughs> he couldn't have Some people like around. to go all natural, Greg. Well, they could go somewhere else. But they go to Universal. <laughs> they weren't the kind with the netting. Let's yeah. just say that. Yes. So what's on your mind? Um, so I honestly, I just can't get over what you just told me. <laughs> Um, not much going on, but 
really what's on my mind is Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, which is what we're going to talk about today. I don't know if you got that from my intro, because I'm so, so smart. <laughs> um, but yeah, just all the buzz around all the new um, details that have come out. I'm super excited to chat it up about that in a, in a little while. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I feel like my scope of knowledge is limited. And I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I feel like you're kind of on the same page. So we invited someone to to chat it up with us. We found... Yes. He calls himself a Star Wars junkie because I told him I didn't want to call him a nerd or any judgmental words because I think everyone should be interested in what they're interested in. I just haven't gotten that interested into Star Wars. Yeah. And he's like knee deep. No, he's probably like, like shoulder deep a, in Star Wars. I am a true crime junkie okay. to the max. So I, I like I like that term junkie. I'm just a junkie junkie. I usually just say freak. I'm like a freak about it. But <laughs> junkie sounds more fun, I guess. I don't know. Whatever. Currently, I'm a yeah, Girl so Scout cookie be- junkie. A little um, bit, a little bit. Starting, did you get some? I haven't gotten any this year. I didn't personally purchase any, but my mother-in-law is in town and she brought some with her uh, and it is the best because... What are your favorites? Uh, well, you know how they have, they're have they regionally named sometimes depending on the factory that makes them? Um, no, I did not know this. Oh, so how like, do you know all of this? Um, well, we call them tagalongs, the ones that have peanut butter yeah. in it. Yeah. I know there are certain parts of the country that call them something else. I don't know, the, I don't know what they're called. Um, oh. And I don't have an example of ones where they have different names, but they really are differently named depending on because they're different. Uh, the way that I understood it is there are different bakeries across the country, and because they're independently owned, they can't call it a tag along in that one because that other oh. facility calls it that. So that's this is my understanding. If I'm wrong, I don't know. That's what I've heard. But, but, but anyway, but that's your favorite one. That's yeah, bowl peanut butter. Hello, and then the Samoas are delicious Fish. because of the uh, even though I don't like coconut, I just love the uh, Samoas. Thin mints are always my favorite. Always have been. Always will be. Put them in the freezer. Yes, You're I was welcome. just gonna say frozen You're is welcome. the way to do it. Um, also, didn't they? They like legitimately put Jason Momoa on the Samoa box. I think. I think so. That was a seller that like, did it. it. I don't a, think it was, it was a sponsored. Joke. Okay, because yeah. I thought it was a joke, and then someone somebody actually did it. So a seller did like a girl scout. The way that I remember it is a girl scout did it. I don't think yeah. the girl scout like <laughs> company, whatever they're called, like the. Her parents were like, "Sure, we'll make some boxes for you." <laughs> <laughs> um, sold like hotcakes uh speaking of hotcakes there are no hotcakes here tomorrow so as uh as of the release of this episode i will be at flower garden so it starts well as of the, this recording it's tomorrow um so you'll be seeing my instagram me all over i'm going to be all up in the flower gardens tomorrow yeah or today or whenever you're listening to this it's one of my favorites yeah I'm i pumped. love seeing all the displays i would love to take a tour of how they put all those things together like where do they store these things how do they like cultivate them and make them look like the characters and yeah and keep them like plush looking because they're not fake so i would love to do that i don't know Um, disney i know you're listening so (laughs) (laughs) well i know i can't do it so i'm just i'm just happy to to look at it um there are some other news stories going on other than the than the Star Wars stuff. So just a couple things that stood out to me. And this is a really small thing, but I'm V excited about it. And it's that they're narrowing the walkway that is on the side of Cinderella Castle. So if you're going from Liberty Square over into Fantasyland, it's Wait, a, they're narrowing it? <laughs> they're narrowing it. They're <laughs> it's the, Okay, I was like, hold the, on. <laughs> I read that so wrong then, and I am now I'm just pissed. <laughs> you know what? If they did narrow it, it would actually make me laugh because then it's it's basically a single file walkway as it, it is, is. There's two lanes of traffic. Unless that would you mean, have a triple stroller and you just think that it's your world and we're just living in it. <laughs> I got the entire thing wrong. It is okay. currently a narrow walkway and it will be widened. Widened. That's awesome. Um, yeah. So that's what I was really excited about because 
Doug and I, we we take that like little route all yeah. the time. And sometimes but it's as soon the as only way see, you can go because the castle is yeah. closed. Yeah. And sometimes, and as soon as we see a stroller, we're like, oh, here we freaking go. <laughs> because it's like, I think it's like a rite of passage if you have a stroller to go down that way to stop yes. in the middle of it so that nobody can get by you and act like we're just all here waiting for you. <laughs> Can you uh, tell I'm a little angry about it? I can hear, the, I can detect, it's small and subtle, but I feel like I, having known you for a while, I can definitely, I can sense that you're It's just one it. of those things that's like, look, if you're going to take this, you need to be moving. But I cannot tell you how many times people just, they think they can just stop. And no one is, I'm like, there's so many people around you. We're all trying to get through here and you just stop in the middle of it. And don't you dare take out your iPad and take a photo. I'm going to stop oh it gosh, out of your hand. Oh my gosh, yeah. And then it's like, <laughs> get over there and get together. I'm like, No. no. It's a walkway. Anyway, so they're widening it. Yeah. Um, now, on the, on the other side of the scale is a, an entire park refurbishment <laughs> over at yeah. Epcot. So this story really broke last week, but we were caught up in our uh, trivia contest that we didn't really get around to talking about it. And I'm not going to go through the entirety of what is necessarily coming or new to Epcot. But there are a couple of things that I'm really excited about, uh, specifically the entire new entryway. Like, I'm all about it from the concept yeah. art that was released. Um, I like the leave a legacy things. I'm also glad that they're moving out of the entry. They're, they're still being preserved. It's not like they're just chucking them. I really yeah. do think that they're tombstones ultimately. But anyway, um, oh. why do you, do you have a, do you have a thing on there at all? Have we talked my about brother this? Actually, my brother actually does. We, okay. we talked about this like a while before, ago. Yeah. Um, my brother has his picture on there cause he did the, uh, college program. Oh, okay. And I think they were doing that when he was there. And so... You had to do it. Yeah, he did do it. Um, but I never see anybody over there, really. So it's like... You just kind of walk past be, It'll be a better use of the space for them to move them. I mean, I've used it as a tripod for my camera. If I forgot, it. I just rest <laughs> my camera to take a nice picture of Space at Birth. Um, so anyway, I think the new entryway looks awesome. Uh, looks like it's much more open. They have a new fountain structure there in front of Space at Birth, which is supposed to be more reminiscent of what I've caught. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't want to say used to be because I don't necessarily like to talk about how things used to be because, like, it's supposed to. I mean, if right. you think of the acronym of Epcot, yeah. it can't be yesterday, right? It has to always be tomorrow. Experimental um, prototype community of tomorrow. Oh, my goodness. It's like you're an audio animatronic. Um, but some other, some other things that came up more recently are these, these are rumors. So these are not Disney announced. And typically things aren't announced until, like, construction has already started. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but... The current rumor, so right now the Odyssey building, which really isn't in, in any permanent use. A lot of times they use it for a festival. Mm -hmm. um, they're about to turn it into, or it's probably already underway, into the what they're calling the Experience Center. So it's your place to go to see uh, like a model of what the new versions of Epcot will look like. Kind of like how in, oh, what is it called? It's not One Man's Dream. Well, whatever that, oh my gosh. The thing in Hollywood Studios. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that. Um, they had the model in there for Toy Story Land and and uh, whatever else right. in there. So that kind of thing. But at the Odyssey, the Experience Center. However, the next phase after that is that it's supposed to be, a, a rumor is, it's supposed to be the Starbucks. So the Fountain View oh. Starbucks will no longer be a Starbucks, but it's going to move over to the Odyssey building. Okay. Which is interesting. Cool. Um, yeah. If you look at it, because I don't know how much you know about the Odyssey building, because there really isn't a lot going on there. They recently refurbished the inside of it to make it more clean looking. By clean, I mean like functional. So the flooring was redone. Yeah. They have they did, they redid the counter space. And if you look at it with that perspective in mind, it looks like it could be a Starbucks. You know, okay. like once you look at it and like, oh, you know what? They really did neaten up the counter space. You can tell they're gonna, there's room for them right. to post is, up menus. Pretty like pretty packed in that Starbucks if you think about it. Yeah. I mean, they all get, they all get crazy. 
Yes. But I feel like if I'm thinking about it, that one really doesn't have like a ton of space. And I, I'm assuming a big part of that too is what the kitchen and stuff looks like in the back. Yeah. Because they're, I mean, most Starbucks, like I used to work for Starbucks. Most of them don't have a very large space in the back, but I would assume with, I, I would assume it's mainly for storage because when you're putting out as many drinks as they do, you have to store a ton of product. Like I, I just remember most of our, like most of the back of our building uh, for the Starbucks I worked for, it's like you're storing milk. Like you have to have so much space for milk and cups um, and then like your pastries and all of that stuff. It's just all storage. And we like, we didn't even have enough space. So I can only imagine <laughs> what that looks like I, for I Disney. Even know. Um, so I kind of like the idea because then, you know, I don't drink Starbucks. So then all the people who want Starbucks won't be in my way. But anyway, <laughs> that's true um, too. The, and because they're connected, I mean, I think that whole area is going to undergo a refurbishment, including mm -hmm. the character spot, which is, you know, kind of next door to to that. And then Club Cool is also supposed to close for a while. And yeah. I'm really hoping that they uh, fix the hallway behind it because it's definitely I'm pretty sure they, they hang up air fresheners that are just public bathroom scented. That's OK, exactly thank you for saying like. that, because every time we walk through, we're like, they like hits, <laughs> kicks you in the face every time. We're like, oh, God, I forget every time I forget when we walk uh, through speaking here. Speaking of bathroom scented, Red just walked in the room. Hey, Red. Hey. Up. You guys hear me? Uh, we can hear you. We can totally awesome. hear you. Welcome. And luckily, we can't smell you. I'm just kidding. I, I to the best of my knowledge, you in no way smell like a public restroom. I'm assuming it doesn't smell like that in there. Uh, so we, we didn't start talking about Star Wars. Yet. So Red is our Star Wars guy. Uh, and Guru. not just not to set a precedent, but he reached out to me and asked if you know if you if we wanted anyone to hop on and, and talk about Star Wars. So um, I have one last news item before we jump into uh, some Star Wars thing. And I don't know, have either of you ever gotten any food at the food trucks in Disney Springs? I haven't. We've walked by them a couple times, yeah. but we just I've never stopped. But I keep seeing like people's Instagram posts, and I'm like, oh, we need to try that. But there's other restaurants we wanted to try. So for our last a million trip, things. Yeah, we tried Chicken Guy last time, which we were like, mm, we still like uh, Deluxe Burger better. Mm -hmm. but. Correct. Red, how about you? No, I've, I mean, I've walked by them, but, you know, usually we head towards the Deluxe Burger as yeah. well. That's so. <laughs> where it's at. Just a Deluxe Burger a few days ago. So there will be a new food truck. And, like, this kind of, like, you know, news, the food trucks are kind of coming and going out of there. But this one's interesting to me. Um, this is over Disney Springs West Side. It will focus on mac and cheese dishes. Now, I can only have so much macaroni and cheese. And they know what them, America likes. <laughs> well, I mean, sometimes they just toss too many things inside. Uh, and yeah. sometimes they just want macaroni and cheese. But this one sounded interesting to me. And even though it's basically like the premium version of Hamburger Helper, it is a bacon cheeseburger mac and cheese. So it's cheddar and American cheese, ground beef, bacon, shredded lettuce, tomato, sliced pickles, ketchup, mustard, and crispy potato sticks on top. And it's macaroni and cheese. It sounds good. Here's my thing about macaroni and cheese. You can make it where it's super bland or you yeah. can make it where it's super flavorful. And I feel like a lot of times stuff like our places like Disney, they they can make it where it's just like, oh, it's really good. It's mac and cheese. I'm like, but it's just so bland. Like yes. there's no taste to it. Agreed. So I'm hoping that this is uh, it's a tasty mac. It's not just a base for the burger ingredients. That it's a tasty macaroni and cheese, and it happens to have burger ingredients. Essentially, I'm going to wait for the Instagram reviews to come in on that okay. one before I spend my own money to try it out. You're probably right. I'm, gonna, I'm the same way. I'm not going to try it out first. Yeah. But I do I lo love the way it sounds. Not so much the tomato. It's just weird that it's it's based it's all the ingredients of a, no mayo though. That'd be too much for me. Um, all the ingredients of a burger just without the bun, which is perfect because you can just consider the macaroni and cheese the bun. That's true. 
because that's healthy. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. Meanwhile, by the way, pro tip, if you're looking to reduce some carbs, uh, Deluxe Burger offers lettuce buns yes, for your things. Yes, that's usually what I get. likes to partake in that. I like to think of it as just an opportunity to, to allow for more stomach space for my fries. Also, don't wait in line. Them. Just mobile order. Oh, yeah, of course. All right. So listen, we'll do our history and our fact later. Since, since Red True. is here now, uh, we're going to talk about some Star Wars. So Red, not to put you on the spot, but I'm 100% about to put you on the spot. So how are you feeling? Yes. I feel good. Good, okay. So uh, there are a lot of things coming to both coasts for Star Wars. And of course, there have been you know, a handful of movies over the past couple of years. So that's pretty much what we're going to talk about with you. I feel like we need to get a little backdrop first before okay, we go yeah. into this. Like, Fine. Red, I need to know where your love of Star Wars came from. When did it start? Give me a little backdrop here. All right. Dear God. Um, so first grade been like 96 mm-hmm. um my parents infected me with chicken pox by one of the neighbor kids <laughs> so while i was infected I had with chicken pox yep um they rented out the star wars movies from like the local blockbuster and uh watched them there got my first action figures that like same week um went to disney got like a white lightsaber from one of the like street vendors mm-hmm. um Started reading the books, getting into like all the Star Wars stuff, and um, been addicted to Star Wars ever since. <laughs> I assume great. it was the dream of George Lucas for all kids yeah. everywhere to associate Star Wars with disease. So I'm sure he's happy to know <laughs> there's just another success story out there. Yeah, I love that. I had chicken pox. Greg, did you ever have chicken pox when you were younger? No. So wait, I have to. I have to go back to what you said. You said you your parents infected you. Yes. Tell me, because I think we have a similar experience, but with a different outcome. So does that mean they wanted you to get it out of the way kind of a thing? Like, Yeah, they okay. were like, hey, go see your friend who has chicken pox. <laughs> Here, we bought him something. Go take this to your friend. So, All right. And then you got it. So yeah. I feel the... like it is kind of a rite of passage. Like every, pretty much everybody I knew like got it at some point. I got it from my brother. My well, brother had it, and then I got it. So when you said that, I was like, oh, my gosh, that's my life, except different outcomes. So my brother got the chicken pox, and my mm-hmm. mom just kept me in bed with him. You know, I mean, we were young. It was, you know, he's four years. She was trying to get you to get it? She was trying to, to, trying to get me to, to get it so that it could be out of my system <laughs> and get it over with, and I didn't get it. Yeah. And it's highly contagious, and we were in the same vicinity for however many, yeah, I don't I know how many. That hopefully you don't ever get shingles because I've I heard know. I wish I had worse. gotten it as a kid. I yeah. have an immune system of steel, if that's a real thing. Because as I've, I know I've been mentioning it a million times, but Nicole has been so sick and I've gotten anything. So, like, yeah. of course, I didn't get the freaking chicken pox when I wanted it. So, yeah, my mom did the same thing, except I didn't get it. So, I guess her, that was a, a failure for her. Know how the times have changed, right? Now we're talking about, an, like, we have anti vaxxers and all that oh my stuff. Goodness. Like, well, yeah. when I was young, my yeah. mom used to try to she make me. She put me in bed sick. with the disease. Get this disease now. Don't talk to me until you have chicken pox. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyways, back on subject. Star Wars. Love it. I'm loving the backdrop here. Greg, what do okay. you have? So, sir. Uh, I asked you kind of jokingly when we were talking about you coming on the show, if you could talk about all the things that you're excited about Star Wars related in 60 seconds and you were kind of, and what was your response? Yeah, easily. Like. Easily. So I've shortened it to 30. So I'm going to yeah. give you 30 seconds right now on the spot. You have no choice because you're kind of like trapped here. Um, uh, I'll play a little music for you. So I'm curious if you could come up with some, by the way, and the point of this is ultimately just to let, you know, you name a few things. I'm sure we're going to come back to talk about them. It's not like this is it and see you later. You have 30 seconds going. That's all your time you get. Uh, so here you go. 30 seconds. Get excited. On the clock. All the things you think are excited, that you're excited about coming to Disney World, Disneyland, whatever. Here you go and go. All right. So you got Rise of the Resistance. That ride looks great. You've got 
the Simulane Falcon Ride. We've got Hondo Onaka 9 Nub. Um, about all the different plot lines, the fact that where you're going to be is in canon. Um, plus, I'm really looking forward to the Black Spire uh, book series. And then also, you've just got all these different like stores where you can buy in-universe products. It's going to be really awesome. Um, and then, Pride and Dorian. Okay, you're done. No more. And Stop. Done, and done, and done. <laughs> so listen, I know you were speaking English. I have no idea what you just talked about for most of that. <laughs> I knew some of it. Also, is your headset like a TIE Fighter headset? Uh, yeah, it's it's actually like uh, the Rebel Alliance. So like, yes, yeah. okay. See, I knew that at least. <laughs> Thanks. Way to make me feel like a loser. I'm sorry. It's all good. We're gonna you're gonna learn a lot today, Greg. I'm excited. So uh, I don't even know where to start with it. Use the phrase in canon, and I'm already excited on a nerd level for that. That means like, it's in the it's in the storyline. Story right? Yeah, it's not just kind of like yeah. made up where everything is a part of the story, which I like. So well, here I'll I'll you want me to ask my question? Yes, please, because I'm my big so question? lost. <laughs> okay, so I my main question because I just want to talk a little bit about this because Greg's not a huge movie buff. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm everything and, else buff though, just not movie yeah. buff. Yeah, <laughs> there's still um, just like there's still a couple movies that like I I don't even know if I've actually seen them all the way through. So my question to you is, if we were gonna only watch one Star Wars movie before going to Galaxy's Edge, knowing what we know right now about Galaxy's Edge, which one would it be and why? Uh, it's a toss-up. You're going to have to go probably go sequel trilogy, so you're looking either The Force Awakens or The Last Jedi. Okay. And why? Like, I need to know why. Okay, so why? Um, because the, the events that you're going to, like, be able to experience, at least at first, are going to be set between The Last Jedi and whatever Episode Nine is called. Mm-hmm. So, um, essentially, the premise is coming out of The Last Jedi the Resistance and First Order both kind of setting up bases on the same planet for whatever reason. And uh, you get to be there for the events of it. Yeah, I mean, I do feel like they, and they, I was talking with my husband about this before, but they do kind of recap, I feel like, in, they give you a recap of other stuff happening that's happened before. So you may not necessarily have to go back to episode four or whatever. They kind mm-hmm. of do a recap in these later films. So I think that that's cool too. Um, I mean, are there some things that you wish they would have pulled in more so from older films? Honestly, no, because, like, th- there's going to be a lot of stuff there, and the way they've kind of written it, so, like, the one uh, store is going to be called, like, Doc Ondar's Antiquities, mm-hmm. which he actually gets referenced in the solo movie, but um, he's going to be selling, you know, Sith and Jedi artifacts and, like, the one thing they just recently announced was that the Wampa that Luke cuts the arm off of mm-hmm. from Hoth is actually going to be in, like, in the store. So there's going to be a lot of, like, just subtle nods to previous generations, but it makes sense that they would be focused on, like, the film franchise that they're building right now. Cool. See, that makes I, sense uh, to me. I like the idea yeah. that it sounds like it's being set up to be all-inclusive, essentially, right? Like... Because, yeah. you know, I obviously, I've seen most of the movies, right? I haven't seen the last one or Solo. <laughs> and I didn't see episode th- three, maybe, because, like, yeah. I, I, hold on. That's, like, probably a conversation for another day about episodes one, two, and three. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, so I like, I like the idea that it seems like it's going to be all of the stuff and not just some of the stuff. That's ultimately where you're getting at, right? Yeah. And, yeah, I, and I think that they're going to do a good job of, it sounds like, of pulling in some things that, like, only huge Star Wars buffs are really going to know what it is. Um, 
they were talking about how they literally went back and took, was it the originals um, R2-D2? And they took molds. So like they're putting imprints in the concrete all around. So, but they're like the actual molds from the original um, R2-D2, like around that area. Yeah. So it's like, but only certain people are going to be like, that is so cool, you know, or even know what that is. So I think that's cool. I think they're going to do a good job of like pulling small things in there. Um, Wait, are you talking about how they do imprints in the concrete? Like they do like an animal kingdom yeah. has like leaves and animal prints. Oh, they're doing that with Star Wars characters? Of course yeah. they are. I don't know why yeah. I don't yeah. know some, Wasn't there something else? There was something else that they were like putting imprints in the concrete of. Andy's footprint? Oh, that's Toy Story. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it was, but I'm guessing they'll, they'll have a lot of stuff there. Yeah, but. it'll be a lot of cool things. All right, so what's your favorite Star Wars movie? Just so I can ask you that. Um, if you had to pick one to watch for the rest of your life, which one would it be? Probably The Last Jedi, though okay. like a lot of people hate on Rogue One because there's not that whole force aspect, but yeah. that final battle is pretty epic, so I like that too. I like that one. Um, okay, this is a serious question. Are you ready? Ready. Are you Goshlin Raza? Be honest. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I could have sworn you of all people would know. Do you remember the Star Wars kid from back in the 90s? Oh, is that the or like one? early two thousands? Yeah, I gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. He record. I think like, he recorded himself in like a garage or something, right? Twirling yeah, around he, like, a lightsaber. Recorded himself like doing all this, and his name was Goshen Raza. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I didn't know his name. I know who he is. But <laughs> I would have lost a lot of weight, but yeah, that's true. I'm just saying. Well, I mean, you're old. You're. It seems like you were in that age range. You could have lost weight. I don't know. Maybe we'll find him. Maybe we'll find him and get him on our podcast. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he's an easy get. I don't think he's. I don't think a lot of yeah. people are clamoring to get him. So um, my other question too that I had was like, do you like pre pre Disney Star Wars or post Disney Star Wars? But I guess if your favorite movie is Last Jedi, then yeah. So I like I read all the books and stuff, and when Disney bought Star Wars, they threw out pretty much all of those old stories. Um, so there's still some characters from like the pre-Disney Star Wars that I would love to see make a return, but they've been slowly but surely reintroducing uh, those pre-Disney characters back into canon. Right. Um, Grand Admiral Thrawn showing up in Rebels would be a great example of that. Yeah. What's the remind me? What's the name of the new animatronic that they've come out with? Hondo Anaka. That's right. I think I'm excited to see that because just watching the videos, I'm like, this is going to be kind of creepy. To yeah. see like how how fluid with the motions that that he is. Um, all right, so with the two new attractions that are coming out, mm -hmm. um, tell us a little bit about what they are, and then I want to know like which one you are most excited about. Okay, so Rise of the Resistance is going to be, from my understanding, a trackless dark ride, um, and from the clips, you're going to be taken off the planet of Batu, which is where Galaxy's Edge is. It's mm -hmm. Batu's the planet, Black Spire is the outpost, and then you're going to be brought up into a First Order Star Destroyer. And essentially, the res Resistance is going to attack, and you know, you're going to have to help make, make an escape while this attack is going on. Um, so it's going to be I've heard that there's going to be a bunch of different things. I know there's going to be a lot of animatronics. There's going to be some screens. Um, but that one's going to be pretty cool. Um, Wait, before you move on from this one, because I've heard, you know, I've heard some things about, about yeah. the Rise of the Resistance attraction. And the Imagineers have been quoted as saying, and I don't remember the direct quote, but they're essentially saying it's the most ambitious and, like, epic attraction that they've yeah. come up with. 
in some time because it sounds it even sounds like you might and i don't you know again we don't really have all the information we're gonna have to wait till it actually opens or some people are actually on the ride but it seems like there might even be an opportunity for different ride vehicles within the same ride like you might be transferring at some point i was trying to figure out because somebody was talking about um one other report that i was like looking at that i was watching they were like essentially it's like four rides in one it's like four experiences in one but it, they made it sound like you're going to be moving into other things it could just like be moving not... into different rooms kind of like i'm assuming like but the great like, movie ride it situation like it was more than just moving into a different room that's yeah, I where know. i was kind of like i'm interested to see how this is going to go well i assume that there's going to have to be some sort of uh transfer from how to get you like into space right because i thought they're going to like put you on this this ride and then take you into space. So I have a feeling there's probably going to be some sort of uh, simulation queue where they put you in a room, kind of, I would say, akin to Haunted Mansion, but mm-hmm. gives you the feeling that you're like lifting off and taking right. off kind of thing. And then they'll put you on the actual ride for sure. Okay. Because I think I've, someone said that there was like a drop, like somewhere there's going to be some kind of drop or a simulation of a drop. Yeah, I've heard that, that there's going to be like an escape pod at the end where you're, they're going to do a, a small uh, drop of some sort, but I, I I don't know if that's true or not. Yeah, so. yeah. It it's still like they, sounds... keep, they keep just enough of the details, like, you know, before. See, now, before you know, I approach these things as a medium to low-level Star Wars fan, right? Nothing against it. I just never yeah. got into it. But, like, this ride sounds awesome. Like, I, I know, feel like this is... You don't have to necessarily be a Star Wars buff to to enjoy a ride in general, but this in particular sounds like it's going to be awesome. Well, and then I you have, say, go ahead. I was just going to say I want to say that I also read that like from start to finish, it's like a twenty-eight minute experience. Good. Yeah. They should double it. Yeah, so it's <laughs> going to be really long. It's not going to be this short like, which stinks because it's like, well, if you're gonna if you're gonna wait in line for it, you're gonna wait in a long line for it. Um, but I think it'll be cool to to be able to like be in an experience for that long. That's just crazy to me. Well, I mean, think yeah. of what they do with Flight of Passage. I know it's not the same franchise, but they spend yeah. some quality time bringing you into yeah. the story before you're actually flying with the Banshee. So I assume it's going to be maybe well, it's similar. A smart, to it's a smart way for them to cover up the fact that they're waiting for this other thing to happen. Yeah. It's like, like part it's of really, the queue, it's like, Well, you're part of this experience, but it's basically because you're just, you're kind of in this, like you're, you're batter, you know, you're in the, um, you're still in the queue, but you're just you're in the batter circle before you get to like the actual thing. <laughs> well, a sports reference. You're trying to lose me even more. I know. I I'm sorry. Only, I'm sorry. I'm barely keeping me. up with the Star Wars. <laughs> what were you gonna say, though, Red? Yeah, um, I, I really do feel like so the Millennium Falcon ride will be its own thing, but I really feel that when it comes to the First Order and Resistance portions of the plot, like just in the same way that Flight of Passage, kind of you almost have to ride it to truly understand all of Pandora. Like, you're almost going to have to ride this ride to fully understand the, the conflict that's going on on the planet between the two, like, sides. Right. right. So tell us, all right, so tell us a little bit about the Millennium Falcon. So the Millennium Falcon ride, um, basically, you're going to go, um, this character, Hondo Anaka from the Clone Wars and Rebels, who's voiced by Jim Cummings, who does the voice of Tigger and all that great stuff. Mm. Um, he's going to be the, the animatronic, and he's borrowed the Falcon from Chewbacca. And he's using it for a run of some sort. And so he's looking for put, to put together a crew to fly the Millennium Falcon wherever it needs to go and back and all that great stuff. So um, basically, you're going to go, you're going to get 
finally into the Falcon, get into the cockpit. They have six seats. So there's going to be, you know, you got your two pilots. You're going to have two uh, gunners and you're going to have two flight engineers. And um, the best, from what I put together, it's going to be kind of a cross between Star Tours meets, you know, Mission Space meets okay. maybe even a little bit of like Soren. So, okay. yeah. Uh, and every seat has like a different... Um, a different thing to accomplish, correct? Absolutely. Yeah. And it's yeah. the way I understand it, it's real, unlike Mission Space, where like you could just sit there and not do anything in the right. Yeah, like, like in other words, your actions have, have an actual impact as opposed to yes. going through the motion. I think they were saying that like it's like you could be on a flight crew that actually crashes, and then like cast members would be like, oh, I heard you were in the flight crew that actually crashed the Falcon, or like it's, it's a different outcome. And I like that it's going to make people want to ride it and do every single seat at some point. So it's like, you're gonna you're not gonna have the same experience every single time yeah and i mean so i, I mean the disney playoffs is going to be how they do all the like tracking of your character as it were yeah um, so like i'm guessing they're probably going to use just you know the the pucks from the Dis magic bands mm -hmm. um to to see who's there and wh what seat you're in all that great stuff right. but if, you're, if your falcon crashes you know when you finally meet chewbacca he's going to be really upset yeah for it. Uh, if you like, don't get a scratch on it, and you finally make Chewbacca, it's gonna be thankful and very happy to see you. So. Yeah, which is just, it's crazy. The, all the interactive stuff that they've talked about, my mind is like, it's just mm -hmm. blown. I'm and blown it, away. And everyone knows I live my life just to please Chewbacca. <laughs> uh, so I was trolling through your Twitter account, which I know you know because I mentioned earlier today, and, and you have a new follower. So what, first, yeah. to tell everyone your Twitter account. Uh, so it's uh, at Corellian underscore Jedi. Okay. Mm -hmm. Who knows what that means? So um, <laughs> I picked out just a handful of, of tweets that I, I wanted you to elaborate on. Um, and these are, these are, I feel like you are expecting some type of attack. And these are actually interesting things. And I, I'm hoping for an elaboration because I'm not 100% sure. So okay. uh, you have a tweet from whenever. I didn't actually include the date. Um, I'm just going to read what you said. If you go to, by the way, is it weird that someone else is reading your tweets to you? Because I, I think it would be weird for me. Yeah, like I'm like, oh God, did I say anything bad? No, 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 <laughs> not at all. No, this is. Did like, I spell it right? Even if you said something bad, I probably wouldn't even know. So, uh, if you go to Cali, Batu is on a planet that rarely ever rains. Black Spire Outpost is in a drought. You remember this tweet? Yes. If you go to Florida, Batu is a planet that rains daily. Black Pi Black Pyre. Black Spire Outpost is experiencing monsoon season. What is it? What, break this down for me. All right. So there's actually a book coming out. Um, I want to say next fall. It's called Black Spire. And essentially, I would, I haven't, obviously, I haven't read it yet. But by the sounds of things, it's literally going to be the prologue to, you know, your experience and setting up this is what's going on right before you arrive to Black Spire. Okay. So um, super excited that there's going to be literally like a prologue book to your own personal experience. I think it's going to be cool. But, um, and they've already referenced this planet. It's already, uh, Batu's already appeared in a book called Throne Alliances. And they've set it in a tropical setting, which works well with both California and Florida. But, you know, um, Florida rains. <laughs> yeah. And California, you know, is usually in a drought. So uh, I'm wondering if there's going to be some sort of, you know, explanation of rainy season and drought season. Um, cause to keep it in canon, like, you know, it, they, they can't be like, oh, it's going to be acid rain or anything like that. Cause obviously <laughs> yeah. it's not, but, uh, yeah, I'm waiting for them to kind of explain that one away. 
It's an interesting concept because if you were to apply that to any other land in Disney, like I would never think for Disney to have an explanation as to why it might rain more frequently in, right. I don't know, Toy Story Land versus here and where, where I've, what other international park they but have. They know, how, they know how like cray cray the Star Wars fans yeah. get and they're like, we want an explanation for this. to do it. I mean, it snows in Disneyland Paris, right? So how do they justify yeah. snow on Cinderella Castle there? I mean, and, and, and right. you know, I'm, I know what you're saying, but it's so interesting to me that that's even a thing on your radar because I would have never, <laughs> I obviously would have never even thought about that. Um, let me pull up another tweet for you. This is you critiquing the score of maybe this one is <laughs> embarrassing you uh the the score for galaxy's edge because then did they release some music yes so john williams actually made a score who's john williams for... i'm kidding i know who oh john gosh, williams. no no i'm kidding i'm just kidding just kidding <laughs> uh your tweet though was the score is breathtaking if i don't break if i don't break down into a blubbering mess when i step into galaxy's edge and hear the music i would be very surprised so <laughs> that's really just my turn i'm sorry <laughs> no, it's not embarrassing. I plan. I'd like. I fully expect. Like, it I'm brings in, back like, all the feels. Well, it's like your whole childhood, like flashing before your eyes, too. Yeah. Lots of memories. I get it. I have one last tweet, and this is to round you out as a human being. To maybe step yeah. step step back from the <laughs> Star Wars for a moment, because you tweeted about your wife, who on Instagram is Magical Shannon Marie, which, by the way, you should follow because she has great photos. She's an amazing photographer. Yes. You were speaking about yourself and, and why you're on Twitter and blah, blah, blah. Who cares about your inner thoughts, right? This particular <laughs> tweet, though, uh, I thought it was nice and sweet, so I would share it with everybody. And this is you talking about Shannon. She takes her photography seriously and loves photogra photographing the Disney parks. She's honestly really talented and just wants her art out there to be seen. And I thought it was nice that you're out there and in the universe complimenting your wife's uh, hobby of taking photographs of Disney World. Uh, he just can't wait for her to take pictures of Galaxy's Edge so you can plast them all over your apartment. Don't muck this up. I was about, <laughs> This was about their relationship and how they're happy. <laughs> but basically, it sounds like you're maybe Very you're hoping she takes... Because, by the way, now no one can see this except for us because we're looking at you, but directly yeah. behind you, you have some Star Wars artwork up on the wall. Yeah, she actually bought that for me for Christmas two Christmases ago. Look it's, at that. Uh, like, you know, some stylized posters from the original trilogy. So, yeah. Look at that. Is So there's three. Is it one for each movie? Is that what that is? Yeah, let me turn a little bit. Actually, no, it's behind my head. Yeah. Big ball. So <laughs> yeah. you got Tatooine, Hoth, and Endor. So, yeah. If I ever get more pets, maybe I'll name them uh, Hoth, Tatooine, and the third one you just said. Um, Endor. Endor, yes. Endor does make for a good name, actually. Endor. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Come here, little Endy. Um all right, so you know, I I don't I never really wanted to get into the the business of having a guest on necessarily to like you know uh, embarrass them at all. I don't want to ever really put you on the spot, even though I started this out by putting you on the spot with a thirty second thing. So um, you know, Beth came up with a, a series of of questions for you, which was good because I I don't even know where to start with some of the questions. Um, and it, I guess in, in the name of not embarrassing you, I have I have some questions. So you kind of know a little bit about what's happening, Red, because I told you ahead of time. I'm going to have some questions for you. These so, are Greg questions. Just want to preface that. Yes. Uh, so, um, again, not looking to embarrass you, although maybe a little bit. Just so, get to it, Greg. So Come on. So here we go. <laughs> I've got some questions I really shouldn't be asking you. And again, don't necessarily feel like you have to answer these. Here we go. Question number one. 
Have you ever dressed in a Star Wars costume not for Halloween? Uh, no. But I do really want to go Dameron Jacket from The Last All right. Jedi. Well, guess what? I don't believe you. Have you ever created a social media account with the sole purpose of going on and defending Star Wars? Or just to troll some people? Uh, never to troll anybody. Just to talk about it. Okay. Oh. Fair enough. What is the most you've ever spent on a Star Wars item? Either on like an eBay or like a direct purchase. You don't have, again, you don't have to answer it. I'm just curious. You or your wife. You or your wife. $450, I okay. want to say. What was it? Uh, what was it? I, uh, so I have a Saber Forge lightsaber that has uh, like a soundboard in it. And I've got that one. The one with the soundboard is like a blue-green color. And then I have another one. It's designed to look like it's a spear bike handle. Um, doesn't have any sound, but it's a white blade. Well, this leads me to my next question. How many lightsaber fights have you had by yourself? By myself? Yes. Uh, yeah. um, prob- probably none. Uh, again, don't buy it. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Liar! <laughs> and my last question for you again, not looking to embarrass you. Have you ever seriously tried to see if you have any Jedi powers? Have you ever sat there and been like, I'm going to make this thing move? Yes, yes. Yes, I have. I, I, I mean... Like I said, I was a small child when I first started liking Star Wars, so there was a number of times when I've tried to move rocks with my mind. So. Has it ever worked? No, absolutely not. Well, then, then we're done here. If you if you're not, you're a, not if you don't have any real Jedi powers, you don't have the Force. Oh, I'm <laughs> Very disappointed. Low midi chlorine count. Uh, well, I'm excited that you're excited. I'm also I'm I mean I you know I'm joking a little bit here I I don't know a whole lot about Star Wars as been evidenced because I was very quiet while you and Beth were talking about Star Wars so it's not to embarrass myself with a lack of knowledge but I am super excited about a new land coming to Disney World mm-hmm. I know it's coming to Disneyland too I'm just not gonna see it um, right. like I will see the Disney World one because it's right we'll near get to watch backyard. the YouTube videos I guess <laughs> yes uh, although I'm probably you know me I'm I'm anti spoiler so I'm probably not gonna watch a lot of the Disneyland videos. Because I would like to see I it in like person. There's, there's a plus and minus because there. I feel like there's things that I would miss. There are things that I like probably wouldn't see if I didn't watch some of those videos. So I like I go back and forth. I'm okay with spoilers because I'm like seeing it in real life is not is never going to compare to seeing it in a video. Well, we can't all be perfect. So. I know. <laughs> so anyway, thanks for joining <laughs> us, Red. Hopefully, do you feel like you got some yeah. Star Wars off your chest today? Did you, did you think you'd be yeah, talking no, about? I, okay, I good. Talked sufficiently about Star Wars, so that's awesome. Good. You can. Sleep is there anything easy else tonight. you want to add? Uh, the only, the only thing in the thirty seconds I forgot life size uh, X wings and A wings. Yes, the- yes. So like great photo opportunity for people. Well, and um, we didn't we never talked about the uh, build your own um, droid experience that they're also gonna have and the build your own lightsaber experience, which mm-hmm. they're not just gonna be like a come in. You know how like when you walk out of um, what is it? Why can't Star I think Wars. of it right? Star Tours. Yeah, you walk out of Star Tours and it's like, oh, you can like put your own stuff together. Supposedly, these are going to be more of like an experience where you're going to build your lightsaber and then actually like have a some kind of like personal experience with it. Yeah. So the the lightsabers, um, there's a it's supposed to be in a, like hidden in a salvage shop. Yeah. But the uh, crystal in it, the kyber crystal, is supposed to be able to interact with different relics in Doc okay. Ondo's shop and everything like that. So it's, like I said, it's going to be pretty cool. It's going to be pretty immersive and really excited. Yeah, super excited. And then uh, it, I thought it was cool, too, though, when they said that if you build your own droid, it's kind of the same thing. It's going to be able to interact with things all over the park, like yep. all over uh, Galaxy's Edge. So I'm like, technology, man. Yep. So cool. Be great. All right. I think we've hit our Star Wars junkie 
yep. capacity for the day. So thanks again for joining us. Thank All you right. so much, Red. We you appreciate you. One. You too. Bye. Bye. Oh. Oh, right until the end, we didn't hear from the dog. What a well-behaved dog. It's funny because... <laughs> I thought that was a sound bite. <laughs> no, their dog looks like shockingly similar to Reba. They may be oh. cousins. I don't know. Maybe. I believe their dog's is name there, is Jack. Is their dog a boy? Yes. <gasps> it could be in love. love it could be oh my Jack and Reba. You could be having some more puppies. Just saying. Reba and Jack. Could, do you think Reba would be a good mom? Uh, Reba would have to adopt. She wouldn't be a, like, a natural uh, mother. She's like, Nicole would be a good mom, not me. <laughs> <laughs> to my puppies is what she's saying. Um, I'm glad she's we talked. Six, is that what you're saying? Well, yeah, I, I was trying to okay. keep her in the in the full image of a lady. She's not able to have children. At this point. <laughs> the she's, full image she's of a lady. She's missing the key body parts for that. To the, oh best, my to the best of my knowledge, I haven't gone in to look. So okay, well, I thought that was fun. What do you think? Say again. I thought that was fun. Yeah, I, uh, I, I realized. So you know, sometimes you don't know what you don't know until you hear some things. I'm like, I really got to brush up. Um, but I'm, I'm glad that it seems like for the most part, all this galaxy's edge stuff. And I, I had a feeling this is how it's going to be. You don't really need, yeah. you don't need to know it's more, yeah. you'll have an enhanced experience. And that's how I describe yeah. Pandora to people because sometimes people will ask, do I need to see the movie? I didn't like the movie. Honestly, the movie isn't the most important thing. Go to, go It'll to Pandora and cool Animal Kingdom. Yeah. There. It may yeah. be better for, it may be a better experience if you like it. And I have a feeling that the galaxy's edge is going to be the same way. I think the rides are going to be cool no matter what. But yeah. if you pick up on what robot's imprint is on the ground, droid, sorry, droid imprint is on the ground, like I might not know, but you will know, and that's what's going to make it better for you. And it's the same way when you're watching for Easter eggs in like Marvel movies yeah. or, or any Pixar movie where there's stuff like, of course, you're going to have that added layer. So I'm excited right. that it seems like it's going to be good on lots of levels. Uh, I know we skipped our history and our, our fact because uh, Red was there. So do you have a piece of uh, history for us? I do. Okay. My history for this week, and it's actually today in 1983, uh -oh. since we were talking about Epcot, uh, the Epcot attraction Journey into Imagination, sponsored by Kodak, uh, debuted. And this was the one, the original one, with the Dreamfinder and Figment. How do you feel about the new one? Um, I was, I don't really remember too much about the old one, to be honest. I, I think it would just, when I was little, I think it may have been an attraction that we did a few times, so I don't really remember much about it. The new one, I feel like it's more nostalgia just to see Figment, but I'm not necessarily attached to it, if that you, makes sense. Like, you know if, if they I... told me, they told me, like, hey, we're going to close this and put something else in, I'm like, cool. okay, I mean, yeah, it's all right. Well, this is how I feel about the current Journey into Imagination. <laughs> okay, so I isolated. I said I would do it. That's Cody from the from the Disney Kremlins. Oh, he got, yeah. He got it frustrated during the game last <laughs> week. Did, I was like, can't did. wait to isolate that. Sound bite. So now anytime I really just, I really just feel strongly against something, we're going to hear a little yeah. bit of, Oh. <laughs> yeah, love it. <laughs> Wouldn't care if it was gone. Um, I'm my, You're uh, welcome, everyone. Yeah, I, he, by the way, doesn't know that I did that, so I'm excited for him to hear this. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. And I'm not going to mention it, so everybody play cool. This will be the it. true test if he actually listens to our podcast. At the very <laughs> least, I know Chase does. Um, yeah. So uh, my piece of history is also from the 80s. Did you know, well, not did you know, in 1989, the Disney Channel debuted Disney's Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Do you remember that show? ch ch, -ch, -ch Oh, don't, don't ruin it. Oh, yeah. I might prefer the live version as sung by Beth. <laughs> I'll work on it, guys. 
Oh, By the way, I love when you do the, the side to side look. It's my favorite when you're dancing. Yes, this was part of my cartoon repertoire, if you will. I would say this was part of the, like, if you're homesick and you're getting to watch all the cartoons you want, this was definitely on there. Hey, we kind of brought it full circle to your sick cinema thing. So from last week, yeah. uh, things things that you watch when you're sick. And for sure, this was, like, something I watched, remember? I love a... that Red gave us his because it was Star Wars. Oh, look at that. We didn't even ask him. It's like That's everything's where his love working for Star Wars came from. Uh, yeah, I remember Rescue Rangers and some other Disney afternoon stuff later on in, in life as a as a kid. Um, the, the... Gummy bears. <laughs> How does the rest of it go? Uh, I'll sing it next week. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I've heard that the I key to all the words. I heard the key to a good podcast is a cliffhanger. So thanks for that. So tune in next yeah. week. Tune in. It's on a radio. <laughs> Listen next week uh, to hear Beth sing uh, the gummy bears theme. Um, yeah, I mean, I you know they really don't refer to Chippendale as the Rescue Rangers. It's like mm -hmm. it never existed. It's like it's like a piece it's like of like they never wore shirts. <laughs> 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 they never experienced t-shirt time like the fine folks at Jersey Shore. Yep. Uh, I, that's everything I wanted to uh, talk about today. So congrats again to Michelle for winning our. Oh, you know what? I do want to mention something. So uh, Michelle yep. won our trivia contest as part of our Are You Smarter Than a Disney Kremlin or the Disney Kremlins. Uh, if you want to partake in that as a contestant, you can head to our Instagram page at That Park Life Podcast and click the link in our bio. We have all of our links there, but one of them is to sign up to become a contestant. Yes, for we that. got more rounds coming at you. We need yeah. some people that think that they know more. Yeah, I mean, we, we had some people first, sign up. Yeah, I'm like, I mean, our first couple, they won. They did know more. So right now, we're, we're hoping that they can step up their game. I mean, they need to. It's embarrassing. It might turn into, are you smarter than the Campbells? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They're coming for your brand, Gremlins. You better get on it. Uh, you can also go there to sign up for a Disney dish or made up-ish. Uh, if there's a guest out there you want to hear, we today we happen to have Red, who brought himself to the show, <laughs> which was yeah. which was good. I mean, it worked out because there's you know, it's a ton of stuff. I don't know. Um, you can suggest a guest, anyone other than my mom. Thank you for that. And by the way, uh, I found out it essentially was uh, one of the two Campbells via, of course. via text message. I mean, you could probably guess which one it was. You could guess. The one that asked the, the far-reaching and forever thoughtful, what do chicken nuggets look like? Question. Hashtag beige wall. Yeah, hashtag beige wall. Don't forget to keep the movement going about the beige wall, everybody. Yeah, I didn't even Just look to see if, if it had gotten any new followers. Uh, Me neither. I guess we need to look at that. Uh, stay tuned. Another stay cliffhanger tuned. for next Another week. Cliffhanger. <laughs> We're really nailing the, the cliffhangers here. Uh, in case you're wondering where you can find me, I am at Lost Princess Printing. And I am at NRG Adventures. And this has uh, been That Park Life Podcast.